Good evening. Welcome to episode eight of the Pariah Podcast. I don't really know why we do these intros. They don't make it to our TikTok, which is where all our content really comes from. So uh, I'm empty. Next to me is a beer. Under me is Forrest. In my diagonal is Aziz. We're here to bring you top of the line content. If you are listening to this, you're a legend. You're appreciated. Um, and you'll have something to brag about once we're all big and famous. Um, so without further ado, let's get into our TikTok clips. Uh, the first of which, inshallah, will be about the Ballon d'Or, the most prestigious award in football, in uh, football's glorious history. Um, individual award, yeah. An individual award in a team sport, but it is the individual award in uh, the world sport. So it's very important. It happened yesterday and unquestionably the greatest footballer of all time, Lionel Messi, took home his eighth. Uh, I believe they said Messi is infinity. I don't know who's in charge of branding over there at the (laughs) France football, uh, but I don't really know what that means. Hopefully some of you guys can explain. But let me know your thoughts on the Ballon d'Or itself, the other awards that went that night, and everything else okay let me let me say first of all isn't it so weird that like everything was announced like two weeks ahead yeah let's let's have a that's that's fabrizio's fault dude yeah fabrizio has become almost too powerful uh but how how is it fabrizio's fault when like the rankings are leaked but okay look look it's one thing to have some twitter account all leak oh this is one through 30 i feel like that's always been present but to have the guy you know is right 99% of the time, just say who's going to win, and then triple down, quadruple down, and it's just like all like, the you know, is gone. You know, during like the NBA draft, like how Lodge and Shams will like tweet the, the draft pick like a second before it be, it's announced? Yeah. He basically did that like two weeks early. Yeah. No, and so I know, you know the rankings leak, but like him just being like, oh, Messi's going to go pick up his award in two weeks. It just like kind yeah. of killed, killed the like, hype. No, and even, yeah, like it. Oh, confirmed. Like, yeah. Who confirmed it? You know, why, why is France football leaking that stuff? Right. How can he have a level of confirmation? If anything, it should be speculation. And even in the NBA, like the, the draft's a perfect example. There's like a level of journalistic decorum where they're like, hey, the whole point of this event is the suspense that leads up to it. I know mm-hmm. we stand to benefit from being the know-it-all, but let's hold off. Fabrizio has essentially like a monopoly on journalism in most of Europe, besides like England, maybe, and some like club-specific journals. I don't know mm-hmm. what chip on his shoulder, what point he has to prove to go and ruin that, um, especially in a year where I feel like it could have gone either way. Um, it's been a very like heated debate on Twitter even after the fact. So for him to rob us of that moment is kind of crazy. Yeah, but like I, I don't know if it's his fault specifically. Like I feel he's, like it's France football. You're, you're fault. right. You're right. Yeah. But he he's become the poster boy of ruining it. But, so, but if if he didn't, like someone else would. Like yeah, before his era, like we always know, like with, with big news. Do we, we do we agree know. with the selection? I I personally do, and I I yeah I agree. Uh, I, look, I, think for... I have I, I have problems with the selection to be honest. Okay, Nabir, let do me you hear agree it. with the selection. Nabir, 
Um, I initially had some doubts, uh, but dude, after they played that montage of Holland's goals, honestly, I was like, all right, maybe, maybe he did not deserve that because the, mm. <laughs> the amount of tappings he scored and the goals he scored were very lackluster. And I feel like Messi uh, feel the well, same. So, 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 wait, 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 wait. Me, so just yeah. before we, before yeah. we start, so we got me and Nibs think it was the right decision. Aziz does it. Fars, what do you think? I'm fine with it. I'm You're fine, fine with it. it. Okay. If it went I, either way, I would have been. So three v one, Aziz, go ahead, take the field, King. So 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 I mean, it's something that we no one dis at least us we don't disagree on the fact that like he's the best player to ever grace this sport, right? Right. Yeah. Like that's like that's given all of that. But like mm-hmm. when you talk about a competition that happened a year ago, okay, right? Okay. Literally, mm-hmm. like eleven months ago. Sure. And it's out of seven games, this dude scored seven goals. Six of them is like penalties, <laughs> right? And it's it's just like it's fine margins, and it's not that like big of a contribution. Like, yes, he's the heart and soul of Argentina, but like, it's such a minuscule, like it's such a small, like achievement. Like the World Cup is the World Cup, right? But then like. It it's all it all comes down to like five six games and 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 winning them by a penalty like each game or whatever even mm-hmm. lost to Saudi Arabia not even gonna mention it but it it's like it, I feel like this award does not reward the player that um kind of performed best throughout the year. It's more of like a status of oh, who's the best player, not the player who performed the best. And I some agree people with you on that, argue honestly. that like if someone wins it once, like they want to change the format where like if someone wins it once, that's it. Let's let us have the second best player that played this entire year. That mm-hmm. would like make it more fun and more like oh, I want to be the best. Or at least player be like or you can't win it for the next like three seasons or something like some type of limit. I agree with you. I like that I, idea. I, 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 it's, it's boring at this point. Wait, wait, but really listen. Boring. But listen, I think it's boring because we've had this privileged opportunity to have this guy win eight in 14 years. I don't think other players in the future are going to be at that level personally. And I think if they are, they deserve that recognition and that career ending stat of, hey, I, w- I was the best in the world. This is my proof for X amount of years. But, okay, going back to addressing what Aziz was saying, right? So first, let's clarify the period of the Ballon d'Or. It's not, a lot of people think it's like a, it's not a calendar year thing anymore. It's not Mm -hmm. for 2023, right? The official period for it is August 1st, 2022 to July 31st, 2023, right? In that period, I'm just Mm going to read stats. Um, In, so... Holland has 56 goals and 10 assists for a combined goals and assists of 66. Um, Messi has 41 goals and 26 assists for a combined of 67. Messi has 25 man of the matches to Holland's 11. Um, Messi has 44 big chances created to Holland's 14 uh, and 153 chances created to Holland's 41. Holland, of course, won the treble. Messi won League One. Uh, the Finalissima and the World Cup. Um, in- you individual- make up that second one. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the, the, but but so, let me say, let me say something you know, to your point about like uh, Messi, like you know, scoring like whatever six goals in the World Cup. 
But overall, if you look at him, like throughout the game, you can't deny that he was like apart exactly. from his penalty goals, he was fully rely responsible for making Argentina win. Yeah, the World uh, it's That's a simple one. question. And this... and then let me say something else. Um, and then to ha- to Holland's point that you make about the treble, I really don't think Holland had significant contributions to any of those. Like that, like if I remember, like, uh, like wait, wait, no, know, let's... Like, yeah, yeah, you can say like, hey, he scored like this amount of goals in the league, but like the goals he scored were not. I don't remember many of them being crucial, like one zero wins that Holland scored the only goal in in league games. I'd and argue, got, uh, Rodri had more yeah. like out of nowhere goals in clutch moments than Holland yeah, in that and, season, and Gundogan, and also Gundogan. These two players, I feel like, were more influential. Yeah, but then you could say the same thing to like, what did Messi do for that league? He one? scored. Like, he like, scored. Okay, fine. Or, I mean, what or what in, Champions League? What did PSG do in the Champions we League? We all know I'm the not, League I'm One win saying... isn't the reason, right? It's the World Cup, and he scored two goals in the final. Holland failed mm-hmm. to score in both finals that City played, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But but that does not like like not scoring in a final means that the other team like knows that he's good. He's scoring three goals per game. They're marking him heavy. Okay, Messi, the other players will. They score. know Messi is good. That's so they didn't know Messi was a good player, huh? No, no, Messi is good player, but Messi is all over the pitch. He's not like a. So like a, why wasn't Holland? I think that like you can't just like take away credit for Messi and and give it to Holland in a situation where Messi performed better, right? Like no, no, no. But uh, again, I, I started off with like the World Cup being like such a short period and but such wait, wait, a long time. I agree. That, well, Seven I'm saying, games. I'm saying the Premier League is 38 games. He broke the records for the Premier League. I, I no one has ever scored that many goals. He, you know what? He was rewarded in the Premier League. He won P- PFA Player of the Year. He got the Golden Boot. He has his flowers in the Premier League. Let's sure, let's sure. talk about football as a whole. What's worth more, a Premier League or a World, World Cup? I know it's seven games, but no, 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 not a Premier League. A treble. The amount of players that won a treble is very few. The amount of players that won the World Cup is so many. And a lot mm. of them, a lot of the players that historically have won the World Cup are not even that good. Okay, we're not talking about uh, the the sixth player on the bench. We're talking about the best player in the side that won the World Cup. Those yeah. players are lauded way more than players who won a treble. Because let's be honest, right? There's very few players in the history of the game that have been the reason their team won the treble. A treble is because of just the sheer number of games you have to play is more a reflection on the team than anything else. A seven-game tournament is one a single player can have a tremendous amount of influence on, right? And if we're talking just like what the Ballon d'Or has rewarded, it values the World Cup over all else, right? And like as a Madrid fan, dude, you should understand this better than anyone else. Luka Modric won in 2018 because his team got to a second place finish in a world cup he didn't even win it and he it, he did it, not have it the wasn't highest... just because of that yeah didn't they win the cl and the league that year too yes i understand they won, but the, they, wait, 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 they won they, the double and he it, was monumental to a team exactly. that's broke croatia who would have thought croatia exactly would the final, so, so, you know? exactly and so you have to admit that the world cup was a huge part of his win if he had just won the league in the cl he was not winning the ballon d'or that was not going to happen i think and, it's more just because messi dude because like when spain won the world cup or when germany won the world cup those years i think messi won the he had 91 well. goals brother the year spain won the world cup he had 91 that record no i'm just saying I'm Broke. just saying, and, and then then when Germany won, like I think either Messi or Ronaldo won. I just oh, no. think he didn't have their name. goals. 
He had 91 goals in 2012. Oh, right. sorry, sorry, sorry. He had 70 something that year. 70 something. So we're we're just gonna disc- discredit no, that. I'm just I'm I'm just no, saying Ronaldo had 60. Himself. Like it's it's the same. <laughs> Messi and it was, it was the standard back then. I, I understand. I, but we're not debating what between Messi and Ronaldo. In that instance, we're debating whether uh someone on Spain should have won it over Messi. You could argue Andres like Iniesta or something. Right, yeah. right. Sure. Uh, the argument the argument was Wesley Schneider for sure. He was wrong. He mm. didn't even finish on a podium. Like, yeah, I agree. Look, uh, you want the trouble that to, year. I think I think this 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 prize though, like historically, it has it's not flawed. been voted correctly. It's flawed. It's flawed. I Very agree. flawed. But it's, I it's think... a popularity contest. That's what it is, sure, you know. And like sure. I, whatever. It's like I take it with a grain of salt. It's not like uh, yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah, it, it's whatever. Dude, the I... rankings were actually comedy. Like, yeah, like they said, the Griezmann was thing? the twenty first best player, brother. He was top five. Easily that whole year. Top five. Like, that to me was, I'd put him top five. He's on fire. He's actually. I understand top ten, top five. For this in the World Cup, he was really good. He I was agree. probably the second best player in the World Cup. So if that's, I agree. That's what we're going with. You know, that's a podium at least. Okay, but okay. 20, Yo, 20 I like players that, better than Griezmann. I like that you said that. I like that you said Griezmann was the second best player in the World Cup, right? But in a Ballon d'Or ranking, who do you think finishes higher, him or Mbappe? Mbappe? Mbappe, and why? What one moment would, do you think would get him that podium finish above Griezmann? Oh, you're you you want me final. to say the final, right? Exactly. Yeah. That game matters. That's the biggest game in the sport. That game matters but, a lot. But Mbappe, Mbappe is just it's just so good. I understand, but what player like throughout the year? Like, I, I really discount good. the final and look at the six games beforehand. Griezmann was better. We all agree in that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, yeah. So, so we we are all admitting and saying that Mbappe deservedly finished. That. I think I think, I, I think I, I, without the final, like I yeah, think still like still the six games it, before that, Mbappe was better still. Interesting. Yeah, well, I, I guess M- we'll Mbappe never know. Him, man, like like well, I like agree. Griezmann was a really good team player and everything, but Mbappe was him. Mbappe is him, and part of that is his ability to show up in that game, bro. Like I. I I, I think we're all in agreement here that like uh, Holland had a great season, right? And that Messi's a great player, right? But mm-hmm. if if like this this award is about capturing moments, the moment in football in the last 365 days is not Man City winning the treble. It's Argentina winning the World Cup. And I think but all- but, but be- maybe because it's Man City. If it was another popular team maybe the whole thing would be different if it was maybe. real madrid or barcelona it would probably I, I, been different. i agree if it yeah, was I mean, real madrid won last year if it yeah. was real madrid because no one cares about city yeah. C- city won the treble and it was just like another day, yeah you know? like the the day after is like but can i tell you one more thing in terms of that like looking forward in the future i feel like be- the race between obviously now Holland and mbappe mbappe is gonna be the messy and Holland is going to be more looked as the Ronaldo figure. And I feel like Mbappe is going to win way, way more Ballon d'Ors, even though I feel like Holland will put up more numbers. It's just going to be like, I just feel like it's the same trend that's going to happen. Just like I, wouldn't, Messi and Ronaldo. I wouldn't be surprised also if you throw in Bellingham's name. Because with the Euros mm-hmm. being next summer too, if we get like an England win and a Madrid Champions League win or league win and Bellingham's like the face of that, he could easily be in contention I for agree. it. If this I is agree. how it's going to be now, like with these guys is. They're kind of the face of their leagues. 
it could go yeah. between the three and of them, just yeah. to just to like kind of make this a more general thing right i think good players in good systems are recognized far less than good players in bad systems and like not to dis madrid right but a lot of this year literally has been just bellingham pulling out moments of brilliance right whereas holland's goals if you look at them they're very mm-hmm. team dependent we mm-hmm. see holland in games where he does not get adequate service and he's dropping like 0.1 xg uh, with zero goals, right? Whereas Bellingham, when things aren't looking good at all, is able to pull things out of the back. I think that also has something to do with the fact that Holland didn't win. I'd argue you throw not maybe elite strikers, just decent strikers in that city uh, system, and they get like a pretty good goal record. They're not going to get 66 maybe, right? But mm-hmm. maybe you get 30, 35, right? But so I, I think I think the counter-argument here is that bit. like throughout – City's history with good strikers, they never reached that until they got Holland. It was like, like they bulldozed over. You know who Loki should have been way higher in the rankings? Julian Alvarez. Because he did both. Uh, Yeah, he's he's pretty good, man. He's actually really good. He played a decent role in both. Yeah, what was his ranking? I just realized. I I think he was top 15. I'll have to fact check. 19 or something. But anyway, we spent a lot of time on this Ballon d'Or topic. Um, I think regardless of what we think about the award, we're we're all in recognition that, you know, like Messi is the greatest ever. And if it means he gets one more moment simply because of that fact, I personally am okay with it. Um, And Holland will have many more years to get many more uh, personal accolades. So not the worst thing in the world. Let's go straight back into some Premier League football. We had the glorious uh, Manchester Derby this past weekend where City won 3-0 with Holland getting a brace and Foden getting the third goal. Um, Mm. Absolute dominance uh, by Man City, and it didn't even look like they were at 100%. Let me know what you guys think. Um, I guess I can start this one. I did have the pleasure of watching that game throughout and yeah i agree with you it didn't really feel like the two like it was like a high quality match i don't know if that was because united weren't really up to it but even city like for a good spell of that first half i thought united looked like they could get something and you know that penalty kind of just shoots them in the that uh, shoots them in the foot and they kind of just fall off after that but it wasn't it wasn't like i don't think i enjoyed that game i can't lie i don't know about you guys like it just didn't feel I enjoyed like the results a lot, but I did not. You're right. I did not enjoy the yeah. game. I think City could have had a couple more, but not for mm. the fact that City were that much better. I just think United were horrible, to be honest. Um, they at certain yeah, points my, in that game, they didn't even look like a Premier League side to me. Like it was just my so my qualms with with this started already from like the lineup, and I think even United fans are starting to get like sick and tired of how Ten Hag like justifies things because I heard mm. like his in his pre match. You know, someone asked him about like this player being dropped or why is this guy not there? And he just says tactics. Like that was his only description. And I'm like, like that's how you get people to turn on you. And, and they don't you look play at the bench and when they're any... Moran's on the bench, Mount's on the bench, like guys that you want to see starting it there. And then to justify that by just saying tactics and then to go and watch that team play with no tactics. Like, exactly. I don't know. They don't have tactics. Like the, this mm-hmm. whole thing of tactics is nuts. I think, look, two weeks ago, I asked. You guys, not two weeks ago, even like a month ago, I asked you guys, uh, we were talking about the Chelsea and United projects. And I was like, 
when mm. will the clock run out for either one of these managers? And I think that game is the beginning of the end for Ten Hag. Like I saw a very noticeable shift in fan uh like sentiments afterwards. The media had I think turned on Ten Hag quite a bit ago, but a lot of the United faithful kept backing him. I saw a lot of that disappear purely not even because of the result. I think I don't think many United fans were going to that game expecting to win or get a point, but because yeah. of Ten Hag's sheer arrogance and lack of humility to, you know, reason with fans, tell them what they're working on because when you look at the pitch United fans aren't seeing anything. A, a reporter asked him, when will this side start playing like Ajax? And he said, never. I don't have the players. And this is the same guy that signed, I believe, four Ajax players so far and spent well over $400 million. Um, I think it, uh, the boat to of like complaining about personnel has sailed long ago for him, and it's time to like deliver. I don't think this this manager has ever taken any accountability on any of the games that he lost. Like every time, there's like a blame to either referee decisions. Yeah, there's or always an excuse. Players man. not turning up. It's kind of it's kind of mm-hmm. crazy. Like there has to be somewhere you have messed up, even whether it's going to be tactics or picking the right team. But um, I, I'm going to agree with him on the first penalty, like a penalty call. Like I don't think that should have been a penalty. Uh, maybe that had that swing the game on their uh, Man City side, but those kind of uh, tackles or uh, you know are always made in games, and I've seen multiple occasions where those have not been given. So um, I don't know, man. Like Man United overall still doesn't look good, but like that was one of the things that I noticed. I I, I think the problem United and you, you touched on. The him lacking humility and like uh, taking accountability for his losses and all of that. I think Ten Hag came to United to do one job, which is like the characters in the dressing room, the egos to dismantle mm. them and just to start like fresh. I think him like trying to be a hard ass and all of that. I think that was. That was the plan because uh, as we know from the previous managers that did not succeed, they always blame the dressing room being toxic and players thinking they're better than the club or better than the manager. Happened with Ollie, happened with with uh, Ragnick and, and Jose. You, you know, so so yeah, so he came in to to kind of like put his foot down, kicked Ronaldo out, banished Sancho and and to to you know to kind of be the that hard ass but it's not working though look uh, maybe you know what like that's a good point you raised that maybe the way to defeat big egos is with a big ego but then i'd question you on the people he's brought in right if the whole goal yeah, is yeah, for a, sure. a cultural reset right look at some of the characters he's brought in uh you have andre onana who after making mistakes in games, comes out in post-game interviews, is like, that's never going to happen. The next week, same thing happens. Um, like, you have Anthony. Uh, we saw the way he behaves against Doku. <laughs> I think he had, he was on the pitch for seven minutes and somehow received, I think, the worst ratings on most of the football rating apps. <laughs> like, uh, the, like if, if, the, if the goal here is to, 
you know, have a transformation. I think he's already poisoned whatever this new product is with some of the people he's brought in. And I don't think he's going to last much longer, to be honest. Is this the hardest yeah. job right now? This United managerial is he, position? No, yeah, it's so, the hottest seat for sure. I, I will tell you this. I don't, a lot of people are saying, okay, it's the United job that's too big for Ten Hag. I think it's just a Premier League job that's too big for him. I think for years he was at Ajax. Nobody really watches Ajax unless it's a European night, unless you're from the Netherlands, right? And mm -hmm. when he was there, at least, I know they're bottom of the league now. When he was there, winning the league was kind of like a foregone conclusion. When it comes to pressure, it was like almost non-existent. He's had to keep the ship going. That was already like full steam ahead. Now, every week he has to answer difficult questions. Every week there's a chance he loses the game, right? And it, these are things he's never dealt with before. Um, and it's just, it, it, there's a lot of people that are good winners. I think to succeed in the prem, you need to be a good loser and a good man manager. And I don't think he's either of those things. I think he can manage like a uh, bottom half team in the prem and do well. To be honest, because because then the expectation would be like, hey, you'll you'll lose games, right? Yeah. He here he, he's come to a club where you're not supposed to lose games, but you probably will because of just how the squad is and how things mm -hmm. are run. What I would pay money to see is a ten hog training session because what do these guys do on the pitch, bro? Like. It, you look and it, it kills me to give credit to Spurs. You look at them. This guy's been here for like three quarters of a preseason. And already you see ideas on the pitch. Ten Hag's been here for a year and a half now and you see nothing. And look, I get in his first year, maybe it was about survival, not about tactical dominance. We saw that with Arteta, right? We played a completely different way in his first year than we did in his second and third. But we're not seeing that shift from Ten Hag. He he is continuing to play for results and not getting them, and that's the issue. You could say the same thing about like even Ange. You mentioned Ange, and then even you know Deturby's only been there a little bit. Um, Unai Emery literally just came. Like these guys are doing more with a lot less. Yeah. And if that's the yeah, if that's like you know if I'm a United fan, I'm just like, how is this taking so long? And also, kind of they've been sold something different. Mm -hmm. You know, there, and we mentioned this a lot. You know, we spoke about United earlier, I think, and same point still. You know, you you come as this like possession, tiki taka, Ajax, beautiful football, and you play very pragmatic. You sign very, you know, brute brute players, robust players to come and just just do this job. And I think that's what he thought would succeed in the Prem, and so far it really hasn't. You know, they've been struggling. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, he could he could go. I don't know. The lack of quality in replacements is pretty clear right now, but I would not I would not be surprised if he if it continues like this, he's definitely going. So currently United sit eighth in the Premier League and uh third in their Champions League group. Uh and by the grace of Onana's penalty save in the last mm. minute of the game, they're still kind of in the conversation there. That's gonna be an interesting thing to watch. Uh we'll keep our eyes on it, but looking slightly lower in the Premier League table. We have Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea in 11th place, 11. who crumbled to 10th place Brentford 2-0 uh, this past weekend with a goal at the very end that genuinely belongs in one of those you-won't-believe-this-happened compilations on YouTube. 
Forrest, walk us through that game, your thoughts, your emotions, and everything. That goal, else. I don't even, I mean, that goal is just, it's whatever. It's fake. I mean, when it's you're, fake. when you're, when your keeper is sent up there, anything it, at that point, you've already given up. Like you could concede five more if you're trying to get that equalizer. <laughs> but yeah, um, dude, I don't know. It's the same game, man. It's and this time, like a little glimmer of hope when you beat a couple of relegation sides like Burnley and and Fulham, and you you get some confidence, you know. And then you're like, dang, are we back? We're not back. We are nowhere <laughs> near back. Back is is a is a place that we will not reach anytime soon. And it's it's inexperience. It's it's poor signings. I don't know what I, I'm running out of the same things to say. But like the the quick summary of that match, um, you have all the ball. You create a couple of chances that any other player buries. You know, I'm I'm running out of you know. I'm saying that too much, honestly. Yeah, I but feel like we've had the same segment on replay, and it's like it's yeah, it's the same. I feel so, bad for you, bro, and nothing's changing. Yeah, I, I think they're better it, now. I, I honestly, especially like with the Arsenal. No, game. I, I think they are better, and I think they are suited to play bigger matches. And it's the same thing. Anytime some team comes with like a three-four block, like Pochettino mm-hmm. has no answers on what to do. The players are like stumbled. They're like, how do we like get past this one person? And you, you'll see that. And then when we play Arsenal, sure, we look decent. We know how to play on the counter. It looks kind of like vintage Chelsea with a bit of sit back and move. But when the other team is sitting back, it's just like they don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think either. I think gonna... I think um, he just needs to put your players into shooting practice, man. Because yeah. there were some oh, chances God. that, like, like I don't know. Anybody should finish. Like, Sterling's messing up. Freaking Cucurella mm. had, like, an open shot. I know. That, that ball was crazy, though, from Cole Palmer. That little yeah, dink. Palmer pulling strings, but like... Men are talking about your... balls, man. G- get some goals. <laughs> That's all we have to celebrate, dude. <laughs> Chance creation. When's Cuckoo coming back? I feel like that's the that last... He could be that, the one. Last move, last, and he's either going to pull chance. that out. Um, I think right now it's like... Yeah, he might win break. rookie of the year, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they might give him rookie of the year. <laughs> no, what's it called? Um, I just want to say, dude, I, I honestly am at a stage where I feel bad for you now because genuinely that Arsenal game and that Burnley game, they were a false dawn in my opinion. And it's going to be a rough stretch in November. Mm. I'm looking at these games and it's looking real, real bad. Um, but the thing is, I feel more confident when we play better teams. Yeah, but do you think, mm. for example, let, let's talk about next weekend, right? You play mm-hmm. Spurs, and you told us two one last last week. I still I still feel that, dude. So so my thing is right. Uh, stubborn yeah. managers like Arteta probably aren't. I mean, we saw it. D- he didn't park the bus against you, right? I think mm-hmm. a guy as new to the job as Ange is has no reason to be arrogant in his style of play, and I think to continue his run of form. Might consider sticking like eight guys behind no. the ball. You don't I, think so? whole, I wholeheartedly doubt he changes his style of play just for us, because we're there for the taking in his eyes. I, at least I, I would say so. And you, can you still back best... that result that you'll beat him. I do, I do. That's just based off like the matches I've seen against better sides. We've looked okay, and I think you know, even maybe not a win. I just don't see. I don't see us losing. I don't know. I have like the weirdest confidence about 
Hey, I like also it. going to White Hart Lane. I think we, we usually do pretty well against Tottenham in the last like however many years I've been watching us. I like yeah. the sound of that, Forrest. Go get them, man. We'll be we'll be here <laughs> cheering you on. Oh, uh, but if we lose that, and I gotta talk about that. Oh man, <laughs> it's it's not a it's not a good thing. Um, let's talk about another London club, Arsenal. Uh, victorious, victorious over Sheffield United. 5-0 comfortable victory with our very own uh, a person we've slated on this podcast before, Eddie and Ketia bagging a Premier League hat trick. And what a hat trick it was. That that third goal, oh my God. I've been watching it all week. If he can work that into his game more consistently, we are cooking. Like mm-hmm. we are genuinely cooking. Whether that will happen is yet to be seen. Um, but regardless of what happens in the future, I do want to let him have this moment. Congratulations, Eddie. That that took a lot. <laughs> That's my guy. Sorry, I just you know I don't know. Good good for good for him, Kenny. I did. Yeah, former that, it, Cobham boy. Yeah, of course. That that first goal was a straight Cobham link up. Declan Rice to Eddie. Nice turn and finish. Um, Wait, you guys want to buy him? You guys yeah. need a striker, no? Yeah, he's sixty million, <laughs> and I'll personally drive him to uh, Stanford Bridge. I promise. Uh, I think uh, genuinely, bro, we needed a nice, comfortable win like that. Um, it felt good. Um, just like, wait, would you sell him me for sixty million? Yeah. Y- yes. <laughs> like this, if this winner they kept coming, if this winner him. Chelsea came. And gave us sixty million pounds. I would one hundred. You go get, uh, bro. That's Tony. the same price as Tony, dude. We're not yeah. gonna go to. But Eddie Tony's older. To Tony. No, Tony's eighty. To- Tony's eighty million. So mm. that's like a. Say, come on, man. That's a no brainer. Don't, don't, don't make up. Y'all talking about matchup? The mismatch. <laughs> Tony does not, not talk about the no Chelsea Kenya, like scouting or like recruitment strategy. He's, he's bro. That's all what, bullshit, dude. Nah, man. It seems a pretty rigid system for us. I don't know about BS, but okay, whatever. Arsenal won. Patrick, great. Good game. Loved it. Uh, Tommy Asu also scored. Uh, dedicated to his mother who passed away last year. I love Japan. I love Tommy Asu. Um, very sugoi of him to score. Also, Enkedia <laughs> dedicated his hat trick to his auntie that passed away. Look, a lot of the times players go through stuff and we have no idea about it. So um, these are just reminders for us to be more sensitive to things. Um, kind of on a related note, you know, we've been talking about Odegaard like playing badly. Arteta revealed dude's been like struggling with like a ankle injury the last three weeks. So maybe Whoa. that's part of the reason. Um, but, you know, hopefully, you know, we could all be more understanding cuts to a clip next week of us just like screaming <laughs> some dude <laughs> dude is this is this the worst like collection of promoted teams in history dude, there but and we thought I Luton was going to be the worst Sheffield got yeah. one point bro yeah one who, who we met oh Burnley yeah they had a mid off that was the... <laughs> that's the oh, yeah, no. Lutton beat Everton I think or no yeah. Burnley I mean I don't know if they played yet yeah, Luton really has bad, five. Really they, yeah, they have five they, points, they beat bro. Everton. They're out here. Mm. If Sheffield <laughs> continue this, they're finishing the the league with four points <laughs> on third track. 
Are you, like I can't, I can't even think I can name a Sheffield player, man. I feel bad. No, nah, I saw the craziest Twitter stat. It said the only side to have uh, no wins after 10 games, the only other side besides this Sheffield United side was Sheffield United. <laughs> <laughs> How about... Uh... Damn. Uh, How about the worst Premier League side? Derby, uh, Derby actually uh, like started. I mean, decent. <laughs> I mean, I, nothing's good, but, but better than one point. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, moving along, um, we had some news very close to our hearts. Um, Australia pulled out of the bid for the 2034 World Cup, and I'll let you do the honors, Aziz. What does that mean? Saudi Arabia to host uh, World Cup 2034, inshallah. Wow. Welcome. Let's go. Uh, followers of the pod is going to get a special treatment picking up from the airport. Now. Actually, if you're if you're one of a, if you're one of the first 100 followers on our TikTok page, yeah. the 2034 World Cup is looking All bright expenses for you. paid. It's looking bright for oh, you. Yeah. Trust. Trust. Yeah. Yo, um, who's winning the 2034 World Cup? Oh, they uh, see your bets right now. Brazil. I'm going England. That's like well, 10 that's a, years from now, right? Yeah. A I decade from now, man. Bro, that's Ethan Wanneri in his prime with Louis uh, <laughs> Skelly on the right. Oh, man, it's looking bright. Uh, Musiala was, Arabia, will probably still be in his prime. Saudi, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Hey, Balash <laughs> might play. Uh, <laughs> no, Pakistan is qualifying, dude. Yeah. Jude Bellingham is going to be like 28 or something. 29. Oh, my goodness man yeah before the el classico yeah so sturdy before we wrap let's talk about first of all El classico and then jude bellingham i think he deserves his own thing uh i actually got to watch el classico um feels like the first one i've watched in a long time i thought barca played really well in the first half like really well like probably should have been more than one goal up and the reason why a 1-0 goal in games like that is so dangerous is any player, but specifically Jude, can just pull out something crazy like his first goal. Dude, the sound the net made on that goal, oh my god. It felt like, you know on FIFA when you play with your mic out and the controller makes that noise when you score a goal? <laughs> That's exactly what it was, man. It was beautiful and then i remember it was the 90th minute i went upstairs i was like no nothing's happening and i get a text from nibs and it's just jude and you know it could have been he gave up a penalty he got a red i don't know a bad foul (laughs) but in my head i was like this guy scored again didn't he and i was already picturing the goal I swear to God, what I saw in my head is very close to what happened. Is he the best <laughs> poacher in the world, Aziz? Bro, he might be. He's the best He's... tap-in merchant in the world. Bro, they need to nerf but this The guy. thing is, like his his the system serves him very well. There's like a vacancy system in talk, that. Dude? Nah, 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 no, no. That There's vacancy dude. in that area that like he just like He's always there. Yeah, no, but he no no, he's not always there. He's there when like in the right moment. That's right what time. I'm saying. Like every yeah. time there is a time to be there, that man is there. But like, ha- but having like a striker that's like sits there for, like uh, stationed there is an issue because like the defenders would anticipate right, the ball right. getting to him. But him just like spawning there causes the issue. So it's not like oh he's just a tap in merchant whatever. 
Like his reading of Who the game that? is actually incredible for for a kid. <laughs> dude, dude, no, he's good, man. He's good. He's good. This I'm guy's playing career mode, man. Like this, this is insane. He played for Birmingham two two and a half years ago. We all laughed when they retired his jersey, but <laughs> soccer teams don't retire jerseys. Jerseys, yeah. <laughs> Like the oh, fact I didn't even that, know they did that. Are the fact serious? that that happened, they retired Only his jersey Italy, they when that. he left to I've Germany. Never heard that. He hadn't That's done nice. anything, bro. And everyone was like, "What are y'all doing?" First of all, we they don't knew. retire they, they knew something. They knew. They they probably deserve some written apologies. Because what the hell is going on, bro? His lineup is crazy. I, I like. All right, dude, you got a crush on him, dude? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Yo, I'm curious to see. What lucky woman gets to bag him? Pelly, Pelly. Yeah. He's gonna bag nah, Kendall Jenner, Kim K, all at once. Like, nah, every- stop the pod, man. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, did you guys hear um, Gundogan's post match interview? He was yeah. So My man said, "Why are we not upset?" And there's like a lack of frustration, right? Yeah, I do. Like did you see and him then- at the Ballon d'Or? That was even funny. Walking away. Like, he said, hopefully more Barca players are here next year. <laughs> he said, hopefully y'all are bummed next year. <laughs> um, but anything else we want to cover? Not really, bro. Damn. Pretty right. EFL Cup. The EFL Cup. Oh, let's get some. United. Let's some United uh, forget and, uh... score predictions, right? Let's just go. Who's winning the EFL Cup? I want to hear it now. The the big teams left in it uh, are Liverpool, Newcastle United, us, Newcastle United. Are Chelsea, Chelsea. in it? See, still. Yeah. Yep. Do, do we count them as a big club? All right, I'm kidding, kidding. Um, let's just get our winner in, or will it be neither of those guys? I'm going for Arsenal win. I think Liverpool. Uh, I say it. Liverpool too. Yeah, Liverpool. Liverpool, Aziz, Newcastle, and Newcastle United for sure. Yep. There we go. Bang. Sure. Yeah. Quick fire. I like that. Um, that's it for this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We know you're not listening to this. Uh, go watch the TikTok clips. Enjoy yourself. Repost them. Share them. Like them. We are close to 50 followers on TikTok. I'm going to be more frugal with our goal setting from here on out. Um, so get Let's us go. there and uh, you'll make us happy and we'll keep making content and it will be great. So see you next time. Thank you and Peace. well wishes.